It is said that the Duke Leto blinded himself to the perils of Arrakis, that he walked heedlessly into the pit. Would it not be more likely to suggest he had lived so long in the presence of extreme danger he misjudged a change in its intensity? Or is it possible he deliberately sacrificed himself so that his son might find a better life? All evidence indicates the Duke was a man not easily hoodwinked. From Muad'Dib Family Commentaries by the Princess Irulan. We're back in the saddle to the show. <laughs> I've read Dune with Rory Voy. I'm Rory Voy, and I've read Dune. And with me this week, as always, are the Story Boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm Austin. And I'm Shane. Oh, no. What? Oh, the incorrigible shit. Shane is Surprise, here. Surprise, I'm the... <laughs> here too. <laughs> What a nasty surprise, like a hunter seeker in your bedroom. What a nasty surprise. <laughs> I have emerged from the dunes. Oh. Like a worm cascading upon the hills. He's the Shaney Jezzeret. <laughs> how long did you, how many Just days now. ago did Just you? Now. Oh, okay. Okay. It's fresh. <laughs> but we'll his rhyming know. dictionary is open to Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Lovingly bookmarked. Hey, we're we're back. It's been, I mean, for real though. It's yeah, been it's three been, years, right? Three <laughs> it's years in a minute, <laughs> which is still alarming and strange to think about. Uh, but we, I think we feel we feel uh, it, uh, it by saying we feel pressured. I think that sounds negative. But there's a movie coming, and I think all of us want to watch it. But the act of watching it would ruin this potential podcast. Right. It would be forever unmakeable at that point. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're on a full-on sprint to the I end would need of three new dinks to explain what what the <laughs> what, what the car are. <laughs> yeah, which I still don't really understand. They're bad uh, guys from a sand planet, but a different sand planet that's mostly like a canyon. They're from a canyon planet. How can a planet be mostly a canyon? <laughs> Canyons are defined by what's on either side, Rory. <laughs> Second, a second higher camera. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So this is also this is also a little bit of a uh, we're back because we're we've got a little bit of a a patron promise that was fulfilled. We we got a we reached a funding goal and said that we'd do miniseries Yippee. like a bit of miniseries. And so so it that and then the Dune movie coming out uh, in October seemed like really really good timing for us to finally come back to this three year old sort of project we, experiment. Well, yeah. and, and the listeners may not. To, uh, be aware of how much older it is than when they had first experienced it, right? Yes, you you may be very new here. It may not seem like all that much time has passed. 
<laughs> yeah, you may have just hit next. And here we are. And Shane's here and he's well, new. That, sort of... I mean, even the original, right? It only came out last summer, right? Uh, it came out, I think, two summers ago. We dropped oh, it on the feed. God, time, is, time is meaningless. Time yeah. is meaningless. Shane, Shane, welcome to the podcast, by the way. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Shane, you yeah. got to listen to everything we've recorded up to this point. And how was that for you? I didn't learn a thing. I'm ready. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Nice. You're like clay. We can mold you. You can. I'm more like clay, less like sand. Great. Mm. Austin and I are like the the two star pupils sitting up front, and Shane's the idiot in the back. <laughs> I'm the cool kid that showed up late. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fuck. I sauntered in with my backpack and my my big shirt that's too big, just all denim. It says no the... rules on it. Yeah, it's dragging <laughs> on the ground behind me because it's so much denim. No rules, just dunes. <laughs> Do no rhymo. Uh, look. I think <laughs> think that this podcast is that there's we we learned years ago that the only way for this to actually function is if we we hand the reins back over to Rory. <laughs> we have to we have to exclusively talk about Dune from this point on, uh, <laughs> or these or these three chuckleheads will talk about nothing except not Dune. We've been I don't know we've been watching a lot of great anime lately. So yeah, you know, is anime, does anime count as Dune is it, or no? The Wire well, is anime, Rory. but anime is not Dune. Okay, is the Shit. wire dude? <laughs> well, that's an interesting proposition. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Stringer Bell does sound like one of one of Duke Leto's friends, right? Stringer Bell, his, his band of miscreants. Yeah. Uh, okay, so traditionally speaking, the book Dune's chapters do not have names or numbers. Just a, a sort of an arbitrary quote at the start, uh, <laughs> and so. As we reference the number, that could be seen as slightly impractical to anybody who's, I don't know. I don't know why you would read along with the, with the podcast. So it may not really <laughs> come up. Point. We may have a few who do that. But <laughs> but know that we're referencing them chronologically as, as one would normally read a book. And, and <laughs> so give me 11. Give me number 11. Let's do 11. All right. Chapter 11. The uh, Leto weeps upon a parapet. <laughs> oh, is this your title? Is this one that you've this given? This is my it? title. We open. We open on Duke Leto, who is just—he's not literally weeping on the parapet, but it's—it's it's clear that's what was happening before the the invisible camera the uh, found found him there. Mm, the eye, yes. the narrator's eye. <laughs> oh, this isn't like an actual Dune technology. No, I'm so I mean, sorry. This is not a Dune technology. Killer. I'm talking about literature technology. Okay, great. that operates. <laughs> You know, it's omniscient. called literature technology. <laughs> <laughs> so he is pretty bummed about uh, about this about this assassination attempt. Yeah, his boy, his boy got attacked in his room. So now he's thinking to himself about how much he needs, how much he just really needs the feminine on this because he got he got done skunked. Uh, and uh, he he goes on for a while, a little bit in this chapter, maybe a little more in sec in the next one, sort of regarding why this could have never happened on Caledon, but like <laughs> where he had ocean, where he had ocean power, but he had, he, but he's on a desert planet now, and there's no ocean for him. He does not explain what his ocean power is. <laughs> I, I, I'm sort Whoa. of expect it, it's it's in re you know he's talking about sort of like his military might, but. 
He yeah. just says, I used to have ocean power and sky power, but I have no desert power. And it sounds like Pokemon rules. <laughs> <laughs> I used to control the seas like Poseidon. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it is true. I mean, we've one of the few things that I've that I've really latched onto about the story so far is that they left an objectively awesome planet to come to one of the worst ones. But uh, I'm now imagining Duke Leto just sort of diving into the ocean anytime <laughs> there's an assassination attempt. Like, ha my ocean power is swimming. Look, if I know anything about people Frank Herbert's age, uh, those those kind of men were just obsessed with boats and planes. <laughs> they really like boats and planes. You know, all the World War II era machinery. <laughs> okay, so now a shuttle arrives, and I'm not sure exactly to what it is docking, because I was told we were on a parapet. It's somewhere, or maybe they've docked below and taken an elevator up. That, you know, that part is uh, left to the imagination. A man can have a shuttle parapet <laughs> and a normal parapet. And a weeping <laughs> parapet. <laughs> He's got his own, like, wells for boys. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to meet uh, Gurney Halleck is back. And yes. they start. Old Gurney. Old Gurney. Old man Gurney. And <laughs> basically the first thing he does is assign Gurney a job to uh, to go do them so gurney's here for uh, a short uh, just a short stint in the parapet does he get to play guitar at all he does not bust out the rhymes oh, right so gurney gurney is the sword playing guitar yeah, yeah gurney yeah gurney is the rock god he plays the sword and and yes got and it fiddles swings fiddles the, guitar. the guitar yeah right okay so uh his job is to go you know reinforce howitt at the main gate which is whatever and uh then he has to go convince the spice hunters to stay because you you know what they say about that spice, Shane. What? Tell me what they say about the spice. Oh gosh, you don't even know this one. This is fun. The spice <laughs> must flow, Shane. <laughs> Shane, there will be a test at the end of this episode. <clears throat> so hang on, I'll write it down. I'll write it down. The spice Let must me... flow. Uh, uh, That's F L O W. Said got hey it. hey ho ho. That spice has got to flow. Hey, hey. It's a fun little mnemonic that Austin just gave mm -hmm. you. Oof. Yeah, I've been using that to remember. <laughs> no, wait, wait, there's spice hunters and they're leaving? The spice hunters, I think, will be the same as the people who work the spice factories. Uh, they Hunter is a sort of a misnomer here. Well, maybe, perhaps not. Perhaps they're two entirely different groups of people. I um, do love watching <laughs> spice hunters on TLC. <laughs> spice Dynasty. <laughs> oh, spice Dynasty. <laughs> And you know what? That's kind of the that's kind of the the chapter. That was eleven, huh? I'm trying to okay. I'm trying to summarize this because um, it's just it seems like more expository stuff, right? Well, right. Like, so we've just come out of if you remember the very end chapters like eight, nine, and ten, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten were sort of high action castle business. Yeah. So this is a this is a breather. If you uh, if you were reading this book, you know, and staying up past your bedtime. Chapter 11 is where you're like, all right. This is like a uh, pause chapter. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Nobody else is dying in this one. Yeah, I, I can go to bed now. Leto's just at his weeping parapet. <laughs> yeah. People are talking about spice. Stained with the tears of many lords before him. <laughs> okay, so now uh, now into chapter 12. Uh, this is Duke Leto's conference call. Oh, God. I'm. Uh, can we skip that? We're so... I've got Zoom fatigue, Rory. I know. Yeah. And... <laughs> And this is exactly what this is. This is a Zoom. I mean, it's not a Zoom meeting because it's it's around a you know 
around a board me a board oh, table of some kind. But you know, it's a Zoom meeting. This is a Zoom meeting. <laughs> uh, Lado, sorry, you're on mute. Uh, Lado, if you want to take yourself can, off, uh, I know. Am I a cat? My... Am I a cat? No. Oh, okay, no, no, you're not. Can everyone see my scared my shared screen? <laughs> yeah, I can see it. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, sorry, I don't, I don't have it up yet. Just that me, looks just like pornography. Me. No, it's not. Well, just give me ten minutes and I'll fix it. <laughs> so, so at the start of the chapter, Leto and Paul are talking about the the hunter seeker and, and the attempt on Paul's life. And uh, Paul is Paul's defense. Howat, uh, who uh, should, as the master assassin and spy master, was supposedly, you know, he's in charge of not letting princes die. Basically, right? He's mm. like, this one's an oopsie on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, when Howat arrives, now the thing you have to understand about Howat, if it hasn't come up before. He is horny for punishment. The first oh, thing he I does is so. the first thing he does is just start apologizing, and he offers to offers to you know to resign. It's it's just all he wants is to be punished for his for his failings constantly. Wow. I mean, I imagine Oof. that, and he's something like you know he's hundreds of years old, I think. Or wait. He's, He's significantly old. The spice, because he's a spice man tat. Remember? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and it has prolonged his life. And I do not have his age in front of me. But he's old. So he's he's old spice. Then he's not like baby spice or new spice. Right. He's old spice. Uh, this is punishment spice. Apparently, <laughs> this is punishment spice. <laughs> <laughs> Should right, do so, later. Is so I, I am. I imagine that there has been a significant <laughs> number of decades in which uh, how it was constantly not you know, trying to eat his own sword for failing. But since sure. the start of the book, Dune, that's all he's tried to do. Wow. <laughs> Darn, I guess I gotta up. eat my sword. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> oh. God, stop. Oh, sorry, I didn't, I did my math wrong. I guess I better just get, just get whipped by the mistress. <laughs> Don't whip me. Oh, that oh. would be the worst. <laughs> do you think he just sort of occasionally just drops trow? And presents his ass just as as it as as needed. <laughs> sure, to, to passers by to take a smack. <laughs> it's deserved. Believe me. <laughs> now go to your smacking window, Howard. <laughs> Hang those cheeks out. You in your smacking window, and I on my weeping parapet. <laughs> he has like a telescoping slapper that he can get there from. <laughs> Just slap himself from, above, from the parapet. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant how it like a sort of self-flagellating whip, but oh, it's got a sp- but it's got a spank at the like a, a hand. <laughs> oh, oh, Lado had a had a had a, had a oh, telescoping that spanker that he could get <laughs> from his weeping parapet. Yeah, it works out. Okay, so we we learned that a bunch of money has been stolen. I, I it's unclear if this was like during the raid or if the the Harkonnens just you know emptied out you know banks and shit it, so right. but money's gone that they were supposed to have and uh that becomes not important exactly but it starts to sort of set up the dichotomy between uh the atreides this sort of noble house that's built on a traditional economy and uh how things are not going to plan right yeah they uh and, and because of the lack of money they're getting less support from the spacing guild and the emperor uh in terms of uh Fending off Harkonnen shenanigans. Now, Rory, can I get an idea of how much time has passed at this point? How much time, how long have they been on Arrakis? Is it like days still? Are they still I like think, unpacking? I, th- I think it's it's in the it's in the area of days, uh, if possible. So at the beginning, when they first arrive, that amount of time is is ellipsed. 
Um, but since the attack, which is supposedly shortly after arriving, this feels like the next day or maybe after the weekend to you. Okay. Sure. Like, okay. So things are still moving fast. It just it's it sounds like things have shifted, but I guess it's just shit moves quickly. Well, the shit moves quickly on Arrakis. Mapes has already gone through two life debts. That's right. So now uh, Leto has has gone to the second item on the list, which is getting getting the Fremen on board with uh, fighting off fighting off the Harkonnens. And Leto knows the Sardaukar are coming. And uh, Sardaukar. The Sardaukar. It does sound piratey. Are they from, they're, are they the ones who are from Seleucus Secundus? That's, Secundi? That's correct. These are the emperor, these are the emperor's like <laughs> nasty, prison planet monster men. <laughs> the nasty boys. <laughs> these these are people who grew up on purge planets. Teacher's pet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to win that pop quiz. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, uh, Teacher Rory, um, you said there was going to be a quiz today. Are we going to take that quiz? Are we going to do the quiz today, Rory? You forgot to assign homework. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that the Sardaukar from Seleucus Secundi, which I know, but I wanted you to verify it. All right, God. so Duncan Idaho, Duncan <laughs> Idaho storms into the into the Zoom meeting. Yes. Uh Having so he's just he's just beaten up a bunch of a bunch of Harkonnen uh, goons who were disguised as Fremen, and uh, that is sort of neither here nor there, other than to clue you into perhaps the the Harkonnen's machinations and how hot Duncan Idaho is and how hot Duncan Idaho is. So like uh, they're so like the Baron's dudes are finally like here and doing and up to mischief. That's how like, it seems. Like yeah, they're knocking. Like the wolves are at the door at this point. I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, I suppose they probably don't have a card in their wallet that says "Not a Fremen actually with Harkonnen," but uh, you know, some <laughs> an inference has been made, and it is perhaps uh, a reasonable one to draw. Right, because yeah. the Baron, as far as we know, also is still just in space kicking it. That's correct. Right? Oh okay. yeah, he wouldn't show up. Okay. Uh, these Fremen were trying to smuggle a Chris knife off of Dune. Oh, uh, no, we love Chris. We love Chris and his fun knife. Uh, and that is important as to the next point when uh, Stilgar enters. Uh, Stilgar is a Fremen uh, of unknown uh, repute. Okay. And warns Leto not to unsheath the blade unless he's willing to follow the customs and traditions of the Fremen once he does so. So this It's like oh. samurai rules, right? It's, it's, it's kind of like samurai rules. You can't put it away until it's drawn blood. Uh, there's a second rule though that's way more intense than samurai rules, and no running uh, at the pool. No running at the pool. Uh, <laughs> well, I I find it funny because this is a this is a game changer. Because if you remember, somebody's already given Lady Jessica a Chris knife. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mapes. And then we learn that uh, anybody who has seen a Chris knife can never leave Arrakis. What? <laughs> Now I think that's supposed to sound ominous. Like the last thing you do is in life is see the you know the, the glint of a Chris knife. But yeah. it sounds like if you draw a Chris knife, you have to stay on Arrakis forever. Like draw a picture of a Chris knife and then you see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just seems like a really shitty prank. Like with a bunch of visiting people coming to your house, and then you pull out the Chris knife, and you're like, "Ah, you're moving here now, bitch." <laughs> see, I would wait at the at the departures gate at the Arrakis airport and just show everybody a Chris knife, and you're like. Yeah, like a, like a, it's, like, it's it's like if in Hawaii the lay was just shackles that you, uh-huh. you're, now bound, you're now bound to Hawaii, <laughs> which is hilariously opposite of everything Hawaii is asking for right now. Yeah, 
<laughs> so Idaho and Stilgar are, uh, they seem to be on like vaguely chill terms. And Duke Leto asks him to serve as, uh, as a kind of ambassador to the Fremen to, to get him on board with this. Like, we don't, you don't like the Harkonnens. We don't like the Harkonnens. They're bombing us. They're stealing your spice. Can we like, can we work something out here? I think Stilgar was a Metalocalypse character. <laughs> I think, I think that was a, I'm sorry. <laughs> you you want to try the joke again? It's <laughs> gonna try it again. <laughs> so uh, after this little outburst with Idaho and the Fremen, Idaho either goes off or sits quietly for the rest of the meeting. Uh, and we get to, we get to the next item on the agenda, which is uh, to bolster their mining equipment for that good spice and. Duke Leto orders Howitt to uh, forge forge some documents. Forge take... documents? Yeah, that's right. Forge some documents to seize some property from remaining Harkonnens. Oh, okay. It's from the bad guys, and that's okay. Well, yeah. And uh, Paul and Gurney uh, give each other side eye about it. They're like, I don't know about this. This seems... It seems like this seems like my dad's going down a deep dark hole. What? Like we're we're getting assassinated assassination attempts and bad guys are showing up on our doorstep, but oh boy, let's not break a little law. Let's not do mail fraud. <laughs> <laughs> so there are two options. Stilgar tells him about a man named Liette, uh, who knows who knows uh, a lot of the planet's surface, and he's a Fremen. And uh uh Leto decides, you know what, maybe uh we're not chill with the Fremen yet. I'm gonna go with the judge of the change or the judge of change what and the planet's ecologist dr kynes wait you i need you to say that whole word please salad walk us one more okay time. we've got we've got three titles judge of change the planet's <laughs> ecologist dr kynes okay and is that all one person <laughs> it's all one person it's dr kynes who is a, both a doctor and a judge Great. So, great. so he's a not a medical doctor. He's an ecologist. So I assume that's a PhD. So he's two things: planet ecologist, judge of change. Dang. Okay. Judge, judge of, of change. change. Like, <laughs> like, like. Yeah, you're right. I accepted that too easily. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so it, you've lulled me into a weird stupor, Rory. <laughs> it, he like stroked your hair. He stroked your hair and was explaining it to you so nicely, and you were like, "Yes, the judge of change. The judge of change." Um, it's it's sort of hilariously unexplained, but not so not really because with context, it's pretty clear that the judge of change oversees the changing of power between the Harkonnens and Oh, uh, I was going to say Atreides. like if you give if you give the judge of change for $4 4 quarters, and 50, quarters. yeah. Uh, and then they have it, to figure out if to if you get how many nickels. But Herbert does just drop judge of change like that's an accepted term we all know, which is sure. one thing, you know, he does it with sci-fi words and made up Fremen language, but I feel like this is the first time judge of change has just shown like something like judge of change has just shown up in the book. Yeah. Sure. It's like how Shakespeare just dropped Prince of Cats and we're like, what is that? Okay. Thanks. You got it. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> All right. Chapter 13 is side piece style. Ooh. Now the board meeting has ended and everybody leaves, and Lido has asked Howat to hang back to discuss a sensitive matter. Here we go. Lido and Howat, <laughs> so they both know, they both know that there's a traitor uh in the in the party. And I think we 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 
as Mapes Mapes warned them that, and I think we've gotten a few other clues at this point. Yeah, and there was a there was a a, a letter from uh from Margot Lady Fenring. Margot Martin. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that also in, sort of implied a, a friend of Duke's. In the garden, in the, in the secret garden, the secret underground garden. Yeah. <laughs> Love that book. And Leto wants to know why Howitt has been sort of biting his tongue this whole meeting uh, sh- after after the cries to be flagellated. Right. How <laughs> uh, it has a letter uh, of just some like, torn piece of letter that he got off one of the mercenaries. Based on this like torn letter, he thinks Lady Jessica might be the traitor. And Fuck uh, Leto, that. And, and oh. Leto's like, well, did you ask this guy any questions? And how it's like, no. And Lita's like, well, and how, and Lita's like, why? Well, and how it's like, well, I killed him first. And Lita's oh. like, dude. And how did this letter get all torn up? And he's like, I don't know. I found it like this. So, so, so how it is now. Oh, you know making, what? Now that you mentioned it, it might have happened during he, the killing. How it's making it super easy to get punished <laughs> <laughs> for this colossal oh, no. fuck up. Oh, no. It looks like I really bunged this one up a lot, didn't I? Ooh. <laughs> And then I tripped on my balls and I fell down like a big baby. Ah, oh, and he so now he thinks Lady Jessica's the bad guy, and 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 uh, Leto tells him that's impossible. Have I not explained to you side piece style? And you know, side piece style is that him and Lady Jessica are together. They're lovers. She's the concubine. He's the concu bro. And no, everything, that's the correct, yeah. And, and everything is cool under the sun. And uh, she, and she's a psychic witch from space. She's a psychic <laughs> witch from space. And how it is like you should have married her, then we would know she's on our team because marriage is a sacred bond. Because as we know, be. a, pr- a prenup is <laughs> okay. Rory, I appreciate that you've sort of simplified the language here, but what what are they actually saying in the book instead of side piece style? Uh, he's not named it. He's just explaining his sort of. <laughs> His rationale again for how he's established his personal life. Okay, I just didn't want to miss out on like a weird term that he no, used. No, fair instead. enough. No, he, he no, he, there's no term. He's just okay. like this is Im- this is an important royal decision. Keep the hot one, not married, and then fuck. And fuck then some, I win. Fuck. Some- <laughs> <laughs> and then you know marry some marry some inbred royal and uh, get all their books or whatever royals get when they marry. <laughs> Airplanes? <laughs> it's books. Just a whole yeah. dowry of books. <laughs> All the boxcar children books. <laughs> the original set of Nancy Drew. And Ooh, now we're talking. That's old money. So how it is like this is this is this is the devilry of of the Harkonnens. This is what they do. This is what would completely destroy you. And how and Lado's like, we we kind of went down this road before because you know. We were expecting some sort of grand schemey attack, and all they did was try to blow up our house, and it worked because we were busy worrying about schemes. How it mm. now? How it though? His life is schemes, and every time <laughs> the thing can be a scheme, it is a scheme. That bitch loves yeah. a scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a nasty little bitch who loves a scheme <laughs> and punishment. At this point, though, there's sort of like. At, at, there's a minute where they're just kind of not reaching a consensus, and and Leto eventually sort of begrudgingly accepts how it's skepticism uh, that perhaps Jessica is a baddie with the Harkonnens. Well, that's not good. Oof, I hate that. He's not even the traitor. No. Well, we get some inner monologue, and he's like, you know, if if I let how it, you know, go be an awful spy uh, <laughs> and spy on my and spy on my hot wife, 
uh, then maybe the real traitor will, you know, make a make a false step. I see. Also, I want to remember you mentioned that Hawat is like a hundred and fifty. Is in the in the range. He's, he's so he's old. old. He's, he's real so old. old, and he's like a he's nasty. He's like a nasty <laughs> little punishment <laughs> goblin. He's just bones and skin. <laughs> he's <laughs> just big done, red butt. He's just done nothing but fuck up since we got to Arrakis. And so now Leda's like, okay, dude, go spy. Go spy on my hot on my hot concubine. I'm sure there's nothing horny about this. <laughs> uh so is that does that conclude chapter 13? No. Oh no, there's more. Leto goes back to his parapet and watches the sunrise. <laughs> oh. Hot. It's the most important part. Yeah. yeah. Because we all have to remember that, that Duke Leto is being played by Oscar Isaac in the movie. So now mm. now all I'm seeing in my head is Oscar Isaac crying on a castle and just watching the <laughs> I'm sun. I'm so ready for it. <laughs> it's like Rapunzel. He's just sitting <laughs> sitting on the side, brushing his hair. No, won't somebody save me from this parapet? <laughs> I'll go inside that, Lewin Davis. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that. so that's it, right? That's these three, yeah. Very nice. Okay, here's that test. Shane, repeat that back. Okay. Uh, there is a person. Mm. And then there's another person who is a goblin. Um, Correct. They, <laughs> they all like their spice, and there are many sunsets, and it's called Dune. Okay, yeah. That's it, right? Um, That's the whole thing? You've gotten the big picture, which I is I think important. all the most important parts are in there. Okay. Okay. You get no, you, you get a, you get an F, Shane. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I actually don't care about this class. I don't yeah, need to yeah, graduate. You know what? That's sucker. fine. I already have all the credits I need to graduate, so this class you can't is touch me. I'm just, untouchable. This is this is just a uh, just here so I don't go to jail. Yeah. I'm, exactly. <laughs> Truancy. I'm here so I don't do drugs after school. Well, you do you want to go do drugs with us after this podcast? The spice does gotta flow. It does. Oh, you hey, learned ho, ho. something. <laughs> you learned something. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you want to hear more shows from us, we have two more for you. The Infinite Backlog is our extremely exciting Marvel podcast where we started at 1961 and we move forward with way too much reading. Wham, bam, pow. <laughs> and you get to hear almost every week Rory and Shane complain about how much reading it is. There's so much reading. It's always Warlock. <laughs> it comes out most Saturdays. Saturday morning, Tuesdays, you guys. It's the show that started it all. Uh, you can hear me, Rory, and Andy. And we are on this journey most Tuesdays where we are looking through the weirdest and wildest, coolest and droolest uh, <laughs> cartoons, children's cartoons, adult cartoons from all across the spectrum of time. We're going to cover your favorite show. Maybe we're going to talk about the ones you hate. Probably. <laughs> and it's a great, wonderful time. So be sure to catch that. And of course, if you enjoyed this show or any of our shows, really, and you want to support us, we do have a Patreon chock full of bonus content. 
Everything from videos to sound clips to even some fun art that I get to make for you once a month. Um, and you know, even if you can't support us monetarily, if you don't have anything to give, we would just love it if you joined our Discord and send us memes. Um, <laughs> send memes to us all day long. Keep us awake all night long with your memes. We love memes. We consume them. Just ruin us with your memes. <laughs> Please ruin us with your memes. As always, our links are in the episode description. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Laters. Laters.